Hundred thousand years ago, there were people who stayed by the campfire and people who wandered. I'm pretty sure I'm a direct descendant of the wandering type. It's just who I am. Previously on The Wandering Type. Jack Reacher. No middle name. Zip ties? Cuffs didn't fit him. Retired Army. Commanded the 110 Special Investigations Unit of the Military Police. Frankenstein's monster. I'm not a vagrant. I'm a hobo. Reacher, why does trouble always seem to find you? I guess I'll find everybody responsible. I kill every last one of them. Welcome back, Wanderers. This is assuming you've already climbed aboard through our pilot and first episodes. If you haven't, well, you may want to jump over and listen to those first. Either way, we're happy you're here with us. Quick refresher, I'm Dean, and I'll be guiding you through the episodes and recapping the show on Prime. And I'm Tiara. I'll provide some color commentary and point out some differences between the show and the book. Today's episode covers chapters 10 through 15 of Killing Floor. So, last time on Wandering Type, uh, the first episode of Reacher on Amazon Prime was titled Welcome to Margrave, and what a welcome it was. Jack arrives in the town of Margrave, Georgia, gets arrested for murder, gets thrown in prison, has two fights, gets out of prison, and finds out that his brother Joe has been murdered. A pretty beefy first start, if I say so myself. Tiara? Agreed. The episode covered basically the first 10 chapters of the book, so there's a lot of details we're learning about all of our characters, not just Reacher. True, true. Now, before we get into this episode, uh, I I just want to share an announcement. Uh, A few days back, uh, May 18th, Alan Richson, our our Reacher, uh, posted on his social media media a picture featuring a pair of brass knuckles and a knife on top of an open book. Then a bit later, he posted a picture of him holding up the book Bad Luck and Trouble by Lee Child. This is the 11th Jack Reacher novel and will be the basis of Reacher Season 2 on Prime. Uh, Filming is set to commence this fall, and I'm super excited. And yes, we will be fully prepared for this. Hell (laughs) yeah. So we are very, very much looking forward to to uh to getting to the, getting to see that finally we, we need we definitely need more more reacher because yes. it's great so let's get into reacher season one episode two first dance so uh as we left the last episode they were heading back from the uh medical examiner's office reacher reacher roscoe and finley arrive back at the police station as soon as the car stops reacher gets out and heads out like a man on a mission Finley fall, fails at getting him to come back, so he assigns Roscoe to keep an eye on him. Now, in the book, Finley is much more sympathetic to Reacher's feelings, as is Roscoe. Uh, this is the beginning of the the big R romance storyline. Um, Roscoe is holding his hand in the back seat of the car as they drive home from finding out about his brother. There is no antagonistic thing between any of them. Uh, so a lot of black backstory is explained during that car ride. Uh, when they get back to the station, they go inside to talk. Reacher understands that this must be done. So no animosity. Right. So then we get into the next scene where Roscoe hits the street in her cruiser to follow Reacher, but she loses him. He, however, has not lost her. He jumps out in front of her car to confront her about trying to babysit him after a brief argument about the responsibility of the investigation, Roscoe convinces Reacher to get in her car. 
Finley knows Reacher is going to go out on his own and tries to warn him in a much more friendly tone not to go there. Roscoe follows Reacher out of her own decision, not anything that Finley asks her to do. She offers him a ride. Uh, the conflict makes for good TV. In the book, Roscoe feels like a sexy lamp. In the show, she feels like a person. Um, in the book, Reacher is already sexualizing her. She says okay when Reacher says he wants to check in on Hubble, while in the show, she reminds him of her authority and challenges him. True. So from there, they head up to Hubble's house and are brought inside by Charlie, Hubble's wife. Uh, Reacher tells Charlie about Joe's murder and how Paul's, uh, Paul's number was found in Joe's shoe. While chatting, the Hubble girls, Tally, who's wearing glasses, and Lucy come down and are introduced to Reacher. After they leave, Reacher gets up to go to the restroom, but heads to other areas of the house to investigate. He finds one of Hubble's shoes, uh, which happens to have a burr stuck to it. Reacher comes back out, tells Charlie that he and Roscoe have spent enough time there and they need to leave, uh, and he exits the house. When Roscoe comes out, he discusses that the determining factor of the two daughters was that one was wearing glasses and that uh, that's the same reason he was attacked by the Aryans in prison because they thought he was Paul uh, because he had the glasses on. He also tells her about the burr that he found. She identifies it and tells him that they grow uh, around there. Um, he asks if it grows by where his brother was killed. So there are a lot of minor changes, mostly around the house and the children. But the biggest change is the glasses revelation. Two scenes in the book made this one scene in the show. Uh, the show is giving us a better growing re relationship between Roscoe and Reacher here. There's no flirting happening while talking to Charlie, no touching of the leg, no comparing breasts to Charlie. Much better. Uh, the first kiss in the book happens shortly after leaving Hubble's house. Um, now, going back to the, the glasses revelation, uh, I forgot to actually write it in my notes. Um, in the book, Reacher figures it out because of two waitresses who look very similar, but one is wearing glasses. And that's the way that he figures it out. Uh, so the, the children are barely mentioned in the book. Right. And in the book, uh, it's a boy and a girl child yes. instead of mm -hmm. two girls. Um, so anyway, from the next scene, Roscoe takes Reacher out to the area under the overpass where Joe was killed. No burrs. He then deduces that the manner in which Joe was killed and breaks down the shooter's profile. Roscoe starts asking Reacher about Joe. Reacher uh, is terse with his responses and walks off to find a motel. So there, Reacher arrives at his motel, and as he's walking up to the door, he's accosted by four locals who were hired by KJ, uh, Kleiner Jr., to rough him up. He tries to tell them to leave, but they're, they're, they are there for a job. Reacher breaks the hands of three of them, leaving the fourth to drive them to the hospital. <laughs> Roscoe, uh, parked overhead, watches all of this from a distance. This is another way where I fully believe that the series is better than the book. Uh, because these last two scenes were strictly for the TV, and it was a good a good couple of scenes for sure. Um, in the book, Roscoe takes Reacher back to her place, and their sexual relationship starts right here. So uh, from there, uh, we see a dark vehicle driving down a road and pulling up next to a house and stops. From there, four hazmat-suited people get out of the vehicle and head to the house. That's the end of that scene. We wake up the next morning. Uh, he uh, heads out, starts walking. To <coughs> Reacher heads out, starts walking to Margrave. 
he passes a house where a dog is chained up out front and uh, it's flipping its bowl over. Reacher hops the fence, gets the bowl, and fills it with water. The dog's owner comes out and confronts Jack, telling him that the dog must have knocked the bowl over because he filled it already. Reacher basically calls him a liar, and the guy tells him to leave. In the book, Reacher wakes up alone in bed with a note saying that Roscoe will meet him in town for lunch. Um, again, this is the the where the sexual relationship is happening for them. So Roscoe has gotten up and, and gone to work, basically, and he wakes up in her bed. Uh, like the hotel scene, this show this scene is only showing uh, his ability to intimidate, uh, but it also shows something that I don't see in the books at all, and that's empathy. Uh, it makes me feel like Reacher and I would get along really well because dogs are so much better than humans. <laughs> we are definitely dog people. <laughs> uh, so next scene, Reacher uh, gets to the police station to see another cruiser tearing out, uh, out of the parking lot, lights and sirens going. Roscoe informs Reacher that Chief Morrison has been murdered. Reacher then tells her that he didn't do it. She <laughs> she says he know, she knows. He then hops in her cruiser, and then they leave. So Reacher goes to the diner to meet Roscoe for lunch. They put on a whole display of affection for each other because KJ is there, and Reacher really wants to piss him off. Um, at this point in the story, KJ has made it known that that he really uh, that he digs her and and thinks that Roscoe is meant for her. So Reacher is just like. Yeah, well, I've got her. Um, a lot of details from the book are spread out amongst a bunch of new storylines in the TV show. Uh, in the book, Roscoe leaves him for an emergency. He thinks Hubble is dead. He goes out to H the Hubble home and sees, th sees Charlie but thinks that Hubble must have been killed elsewhere. Um, so that's all of that is completely out of the TV show and just straight to what the next scene's going to be. Um, this scene in the diner, though, uh, in the book is where Reacher figures out about the glasses. So yeah, the next scene, they uh, arrive at the home of Chief, Chief Morrison. As they pull up, Reacher spots Finley coming out, patting his breast pocket as if he's looking for his cigarettes. Uh, he says that it's worse, uh, Finley says that it's worse than any crimes he's ever seen uh, in Boston, and he's seen a lot in Boston. Reacher asks if, uh, if Morrison was nailed to the wall. Finley asks him how he knows that. Reacher says nothing, as he often does, and heads directly inside. In the book, uh, because he's he's at Hubble's thinking that Hubble is is now dead, uh, Reacher borrows Hubble's car from, from his wife and drives to the station. Um, in this scene, Roscoe is shown as very weak when Reacher gets there. She's burning up and she's crying, falling into his arms. Eventually, Reacher and Finley talk, and Reacher finds out that he was wrong about Hubble and that it was Morrison who was killed. He does not go to the crime scene. Right. And then from there, uh, Reacher, Finley, and Roscoe enter the bedroom of Chief Morrison to see that, that the body of Morrison's wife is on the floor. Morrison, nailed to the wall, and two investigators from the coroner's office are gathering as evidence. Uh, one piece of evidence is that the chief's testicles are mix missing. Reacher tells him that they'll find them in his stomach when they conduct the autopsy. Finley directs Reacher to come outside with him at that point. So uh, in the book, we don't get a big scene where they discover that his balls have been missing. Finley just knows his balls were cut off. So Reacher tells him to look in Morrison's wife's stomach. In the book, that was what the threat was, that he was going to make his wife eat his balls while he watched. And that's what happened in the book, not in the TV show. Right. So 
they're back out on the front porch of the Morrison house. Finley has Reacher lay out everything he knows and why he kept it a secret. We find out that Morrison was dirty, and Mayor Teal has now appointed himself as chief, skipping over Finley. This means he's probably dirty, too. There's also no trust for Baker or Stevenson at this time. So Reacher believes that Hubble has also probably been killed. At that point, he and Roscoe leave. Uh, Reacher and Finley have this conversation at the station, but most of it is the same from the book. Uh, This is also where, in the book, we find a lot more about the town and Finley's backstory. So uh, Reacher and uh, Roscoe reach the Hubble home. Charlie, frantic, informs them that Paul has still not come home, and she's very worried. Roscoe says she'll stay behind to protect Charlie and the kids, and that Reacher will go take Charlie's car and go find Finley. From there, they get downtown. Uh, Reacher rides downtown, uh, and Mayor Teal is holding a town meeting in the Margrave Town Hall. Finley is listening at the back as Reacher walks in. The community is on the verge of a panic. As things start to get out of hand, Mr. Kleiner stands up and addresses the crowd to try to calm them down. It works. After the crowd leaves, Finley approaches Morrison about the investigation. Morrison says there's nothing related, nothing relating the murders and that he should go look at the ar- archives to find some criminal that the chief, chief had put in jail. So this scene was completely for TV. However, I really like it because I like how Teal paused for applause and got angry reactions and how confused he was after that. Also, the way that Kleiner calls Joe Joseph shows how little he knows about the actual person since it's just Joe and Reacher makes it very clear over and over again that it's just Joe. Um, So all of these details were from the written story, uh, but it's it made it more like an Easter egg hunt for me looking for what scenes matched what detail. And so from there, uh, we're outside of the town hall. Reacher's already standing there. Family comes out uh, and informs Reacher of Morrison's plan, confirming that he's dirty. Uh, Reacher feels that Kleiner also needs to be investigated. He also says that Charlie is in need of protection. Finley says he'll set it up with an old buddy from the FBI. His name is Picard. After Finley leaves, Teal approaches Reacher to promise him that he'll make sure that they do everything they can to find Joe's killer. From there, uh, Reacher's leaving uh, a convenience store after purchasing a phone, uh, a a burner phone. Mosley is sitting outside his barbershop. He offers his condolences on Joe's death and informs Reacher that two Spanish-speaking fellas showed up looking for him, and they didn't seem all too friendly. from there, we back over at the Hubble home. Roscoe and Charlie are chatting about if they can trust Reacher. Uh, at that point, Reacher shows up. He tells Charlie to get herself and the girls packed up because the FBI is coming to put them in protective custody. Reacher goes out in front of the house at that point. As he goes out, he sees a bicycle of one of the Hubble's kids. He then has a childhood flashback of a time where he and Joe came across a bunch of other kids having fun at the expense of a little Down syndrome kid. They're about to fight when a car pulls up. The bad kids all run away. The sound of approaching vehicles stirs Reacher's attention. At that point, he takes a few steps towards the car, and it leaves. So all of these last few scenes entirely for the TV, but again, the details pretty much from the book. Uh, However, um, in the book, Reacher is leaning on the mailbox and watches the car the first time uh, seeing the car in the book driving slowly by trying to find the mailbox that he's leaning on. And then he makes eye contact with the people driving and then they drive off really fast. Right. Uh, so at that point, Reacher 
heads back inside the Hubble house to increase the urgency of the matter. They get everything packed up and are in the foyer when a black man in a suit walks in the door. Reacher pulls Roscoe's weapon and aims. The man shows his ID. It's Picard, the FBI friend of Finley. They load the Hubbles into Picard's vehicle. Roscoe and Reacher head out to get to work. So in the books, Picard is described as physically intimidating to Reacher. Uh, so how tall is Reacher? He's six foot... Six five. He's six five, two fifty, right? Um, in the book, Picard is uh, described as two inches taller and at least seventy pounds heavier than Reacher. So that is it, that is a slight difference in in the uh, character that we have in the TV show. He's a he's the size of an offensive tackle. Right, right. <laughs> and like what we what we got was somebody who can kind of match Reacher a little bit, not in physical like size, but at least in height. Um, but yeah. not definitely not intimidating to Reacher in any way. Right, and it's not that way in in the show. They're Basically evenly sized in the in Right, the show. that's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. So uh, from there, uh, Reacher heads out to find Spivey uh, and get him to reveal who hired him. When he gets there, he's find that Spivey has duped him by bringing two, the two Spanish-speaking fellas that Mosley had mentioned. Spivey leaves as the two guys attempt to put Reacher in their trunk. Reacher, of course, fights. He beats the guys up pretty well, but just as soon as he's about to finish them off, uh, the police show up, making him have to run away before he can get any information from them. So in the books, Reacher confronts Spivey at the prison. Now, Spivey is a big, sweaty guy, uh, and in which is a big difference in size to the, the character in the TV show. Uh, he didn't send people after Reacher and, in fact, was going to confess to whatever part he did have when the prison bus showed up in, in the story. Right. <laughs> so uh, from... There, Reacher returns to the Margrave police station to tell Roscoe and Finley that things didn't go as planned. Uh, he lets them know that the two guys were South American military. He could tell by the firearms they were uh, carrying uh, as well as their fighting style. Roscoe says that she found out that Joe was working for the Secret Service. When Reacher tells Finley that he's going to a bar to think things about, uh, Finley orders him to go back to his motel room. Reacher leaves. Finley tells Roscoe to tail him. Out the front of the uh, police station, Roscoe suggests that they go to a roadhouse in Alabama together since it's just over the state line. He agrees. They go back to her place so that she can change, and then they head out. So in the book, Reacher tells Roscoe that he wants to take her across the, straight, the state line to dance and drink. At this point, their relationship, they're in their relationship, they're having sex whenever possible. Um, yeah, again, this is why that character feels so much just like a sexy lamp. Like she is literally just there to have sex with Reacher in the book and say, okay. Yeah. Uh, so they arrive at the roadhouse, they have a beer and then dance closely to, of course, Patsy Cline. Uh, when they go to leave, rain is just coming down in buckets. They head down to the road and are stopped by the highway patrol because the road is flooded, causing them to have to go find shelter for the evening. Uh, Reacher and Roscoe decide to stay in a motel that night because they've been drinking and she is a cop and cannot drive home. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but in, in this story, they uh, they go ahead to a motel uh, because the road's uh, impassable. They get snacks from the vending machine and then discuss each other's lives. 
Roscoe tells Reacher about how she was a was kind of raised by Gray, uh, who was uh, a friend a friend of their family, their family's best friend, um, and how she used to have Finley's job right after Gray died. They both go to sleep. Roscoe in her bed, Reacher on the floor. Uh, they return to Roscoe's house in Margrave the next morning to find out it's been broken into by the same people who killed Morrison. Roscoe grabs her weapon, and she and Reacher clear the house. Roscoe uh, closes the door to see a note uh, scratched there saying, See you soon. Reacher states again, I'm really going to need a gun. So this part of the book actually really bothered me. Roscoe becomes freaked out about being targeted for death and completely defers to Reacher. The TV show makes Roscoe out to be a competent human and not someone who is a total mess at every crime scene. This is also the scene in the book where the send three to the ER and one drives line comes out. But in the original text, it was kill three and the fourth would give some give some answers. So I like that they used that line in a different way, actually. I like how they right. used it. Yeah. Yeah, it was like it depends in the last on scene. yeah, and that, last that which episode. also happened uh, earlier about yeah, it depends on how I ask. Yeah, <laughs> yes. So yeah, that's uh, I, so yeah, I did. I really did like this episode. It was it was uh, a good change from the book, in my opinion. Um, it it actually builds a relationship between Roscoe and Reacher. Yeah. Uh, based off of what happened instead of just you, you can know, feel that, that instead of a trauma like, bond yeah exactly <laughs> exactly a constant trauma bond in right. that in the case of the book true yeah i really love this episode too the the things that i don't like are both related to finley ironically enough um why is Finley so prudish with swearing? Why why does he not like people swearing around him? He worked in Boston <laughs> for 20 years. Or did he work in Cambridge? Because that's a little different. Like, he keeps saying Boston, but he acts like Cambridge, you know? I don't see him surviving 20 years in like the in the actual city <laughs> and then coming out on the other side not swearing. Right. Uh I I mean, and I also do like the the making of a more humanized, empathetic character, and with the uh, with the dog. Um, oh yes, I, I love the addition yeah, of the dog so was, much. I thought that was great. Um, but I wasn't done with Finley. Yeah, <laughs> I had two things with. Finley. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> so the other thing is um, that making Finley more adversarial with Reacher feels forced in the show. It does not feel like he's just doing his job. It feels like he's frustrated about everything and not in control of his frustration. Um, I think the show did a good job condensing so many characters and so much info into this one episode that it's hard for me to like nitpick, but Finley being adversarial, like Reacher's brother just died and you are now confronting him like to his face and being angry about it. Whereas in the book, it was, I'm so sorry. You know I have to ask these questions. And Reacher's like, yes, I understand. There's no need for that extra tension. That's, it just doesn't feel realistic. And it's the only thing that I don't like about it. Yeah, it's it was, it, it felt more authentic in the, that part. <laughs> so it's like they swapped out the, the quick romance mm-hmm. of Roscoe to make the, the, tension between Reacher and Finley more. Which is unnecessary. Now, uh, so one thing I want to point out is that 
if y'all had been paying attention and if you're fans of uh, what we do in the shadows, you'll have mm. noticed that the uh, medical examiner is Harvey Gillen, who plays Guillermo. Uh, Guillermo in what we do in the shadows. He's, so, yeah. yeah, we're big, so big he's fans. Jasper uh, in this, and he does a fantastic job. And, and he's I, the one that discovers the balls, and it's so yes. funny. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> like, oh, my, what, what the hell? Damn. Yeah. Swearing and, is a sign of low intelligence or whatever. And I'm yeah. like, Finley, you s- and, 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 and worse <laughs> character. Yeah. Uh, so and I so and I also recommend that as as you're watching this series, look at the shirts he's got on. Oh, yeah. They're amazing. So they got mm-hmm. the uh, the Savannah slugs, uh, the the Mason. Oh, gosh. The, 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 it's like you they're got, all little yeah. like not little league, but they're all like minor league. Yeah. Minor league hockey and baseball. Things. Yeah. Yeah. From for, from around the, the general uh, Georgia <laughs> vicinity, yeah. I guess. So yeah, I thought that was pretty great. Um, so yeah, uh, this I think was was a really interesting book. I mean, I think I, I like showing you know the showing of Reacher's past, which they don't really do in the book. They no, talk, they don't. They it's very glossed over, about, yeah, very much. So I think I'm glad that they're doing that. Um, and uh, let's see what else. Was uh, you know the 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 finding of you know the explaining of the fighting styles how he how he knows all this stuff it kind of gives you an insight of Reacher's knowledge of martial arts mm-hmm. as well so um, and uh, yeah it's and they're definitely the slow playing the relationship even in the motel where they're both basically naked right. in front of each other like I actually really like that like. <laughs> I I am I have been that girl like you are in a room with somebody that you are attracted to and you really want to invite them to share the bed with you but you don't want to seem like you want to be too forward on that and he's laying <laughs> on the floor going god I'm I'm really attracted to her and I really like her and but I don't want to be too forward and like you know try and lay in the bed with her <laughs> it's like like you can see like both of them staring at the <laughs> ceiling like and that's so much more realistic than oh my god I'm so sad and sleep I, with I, me and the cute and the cute <laughs> the cute little chat about Zagna oh and my Clark god bars and that's it was, adorable it was, it was really sweet it was cute yeah. it, was, and it feels like flirting whereas yeah. in the book it feels like you know it's just you boom. are the cutest thing around so let me sleep with you yeah. right now yeah and that's very that's a very old style of thinking yes definitely uh, and, it was, and it comes from an older uh, generation. These, you got to keep in mind this. These books were written in 1997. You. I Not said that, that in the last yeah. in the last episode so. too. Like I absolutely know that this was written at a time, but I'm still going to point it out, um, especially because this is going to be, in my opinion, a very popular show. So people are going back and reading those books. Right. So, you know, you got to call out the fact that it is not like that anymore. It is not that was not a good way to write it. That character is terrible. And they did a much better job creating a real character out of what they had for the TV show. Yeah, I do like that. They've they've updated that part of him and that also that, you know, you, you but they still keep the essence of Reacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they haven't lost that, you know, his the strong silent type, which, yeah. you know, we, we like that about him. Uh, but then he, he's not silent just because he's actually contemplating a lot of things. There's a lot going on in that yeah. big head of his. So, And they do a really good job of showing that he's got like a thinking process, you know, 
he's not just like silent and you have to infer like you you pretty much know what he's thinking and i'm not good with that kind of i'm autistic <laughs> by the way anybody listening who does not know this so sometimes just like if you're just silent and you think that i'm understanding what you're communicating i'm not but i'm not understanding it but with this like you know what he's saying he's he's silent when he's like i i'm going to kick your ass if you say the wrong thing right now <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah so yeah, he's he's always one to you know he does, he he gives he gives everybody a chance. Yeah, you get yep. you get a chance, but take it. Yes, <laughs> I was like, wh- who is it that said <clears throat> you come you come to a fork in the road, you take it. So, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, if you if you if you unless you unless you're better than Reacher, I I highly recommend you turn a different direction. <laughs> uh, anything else, babe? No, I'm good. Right. Uh, what are oh, yeah. the uh, what are the chapters for next for our next episode? Uh, like you you have that, oh, and yeah, I tried yeah. to find it in my phone. <laughs> well, it's uh, it covers the next three chapters. So it's like 11, 16, 12, uh, So yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, 16, 17, 18. 16, yes. 17, 18. Thank yeah, you. If correct. you are following along with me, then uh, yeah, it's all good. All right. <laughs> all right. So, all right, travelers, it's time to pack up and get ready for our next episode of Reacher. Season one, episode three, first dance. I know you're scared, but I'm scared. It's natural, but someone has an attempt made on their life. You know, I was recruited by the FBI and Central Intelligence. Scored a 99th percentile in IQ, but only an 80 percent on the psych eval. You want to know why, you condescending asshole? Interpersonal skills. I lack the ability to tolerate horse shit. And this, and this is horseshit. No. Excuse me? Who the hell do you think you are? A pissed off drifter with nothing to lose. Oh, you want to get arrested for trespassing? Pull up Jobling's file now. I will ruin your life with one phone call. I'll end your life with one phone. All right, folks, we really appreciate that you've chosen to spend your time with us as we follow around our favorite wanderer. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can hit us up on Twitter at twitter.com slash wandering type or on Instagram at instagram.com slash wandering type pod. You can also find us along with the rest of the Podscure Podcast Network shows on www.podscure.com. We'll see you next time.